0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unbelievable Streams podcast. We are now at episode 73, almost three quarters of the way to the century, which is a good knock in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. hey-ho. And once again, we've got a great guest on today, but more on that in a second. Um, I'll just quickly go to my co-host, the lovely sidekick that is Mulch. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Yeah, I'm good. It's been a very nice day today, so I can't Mm -hmm. complain at all. Um, What about yourself? How are you doing?
0: Yeah, it's been relatively steady today, which is nice, nice and calm. To be honest, any calm days, I'll I'll take that as a massive win.
1: Yeah, nothing to complain about. uh, I'm hoping it'll continue like that. With uh, as we are recording right now, Leeds do play in uh, 15 minutes, so I'm a little bit nervous because they are playing Forest, and Morris is editing this as well. So yeah, yeah. If we win, Morris have that. If we lose, (laughs) never happens.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. now going to put a clip in here of like a celebration of some kind, just yes! in case Forest <laughs> win. <laughs> but no, uh, fingers crossed. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not keeping my fingers crossed. I'm a United fan, so I want Leeds to lose. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, yes, I'm not even keeping. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Forrest. That's all I'll say. Um, so, with that being said, I think it's time to introduce our lovely guest. It's
2: the one and only United City. Welcome in, Kev. How are you doing today? Thank you very much, gents for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Really good. Thank you. And there are many out there that are very pleased that I am a one and only, I can assure you, it's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. really, really good. I'm, 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 uh, I'm doing well, happy mm-hmm. and healthy. Can't ask for much more than that.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. And that's all anyone can ask for really, isn't it? Um, so yeah, thanks again for coming on again, Kevin. We greatly appreciate it. As we say, 73 episodes in, um, We've had a few, we've had a lot of guests on in those episodes, not necessarily all 73, but again, you're one of the ones that's always been close to the top of this. So to have you on is a great, great privilege for for us ah, both. Pleasure. Um, and all of the team. Um, so yeah, so I think the best place to start is with the usual icebreaker, which we which we do with most FM guests that we have on. Um, mm-hmm. and this I don't know if this will be as interesting an answer as Tony Jameson's, but we'll see. Um <laughs> his, his was a very interesting answer. Um what would have been your first sort of championship manager, football manager game? Like, are you one of those people that's been in it for the long haul? Or have you been in a short distance or somewhere in between, Kev? Uh, so
2: uh, anybody that knows me and anybody that can see this version of the podcast will say, uh, say that I'm a man of a certain age. <laughs> and that might suggest that I've been in for quite a long time. And your mm-hmm. assumption would be absolutely spot on. I cannot remember actually, whether it was the very first Championship Manager or the second iteration of it. I genuinely can't remember now. It was quite a long time ago, but it was certainly one of those. And I've basically played every iteration of Championship Manager through Football Manager since, and they all sort of merge into one. So yeah. remembering anything in particular about many of them is quite challenging in bits. But yeah, yeah I've I've been in for a long time uh, and very, very happily so
0: good stuff good stuff well to be to be fair with with tony's answer i think it was the bbc accordia or something like that he mentioned and it was like the very like before even championship manager was a thing it was like the very first like football manager um that he mentioned so like when he mentioned that i was like i don't think we're ever going to get an answer (laughs) as early as that again so you say what are the first two couple of championship managers certainly fits in that profile
2: um yeah but yeah Uh, I'm never going to be as interesting as Tony. You'll find that out in the next hour or so. (laughs) But uh, I can relate to a lot of what he uh, has been through in terms of how long we've collectively been playing this game for, definitely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So with that being said, obviously anybody who's anybody or who pays attention to the football manager community will know how big a presence you have in the community and how well, um, like, liked you are in the community and how everyone appreciates you being part of the community. Um But I wanted to talk a little bit about your save that you're currently doing on Twitch at the moment, um mm-hmm. which is your Homeward Bound save. And I'm mm-hmm. going to try and pronounce this. Is it Puskus Academia? There you right? go. Spot on. That's
2: that's Spot. what I've been calling them anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going with. Okay.
0: This is where we find out we're totally butchered it and someone in the comments lets us know. Um, and that's Club 4 and you're currently in Hungary. So I was just wondering, could you tell us a little bit more about the save and, and sort of the journey you've had with it and how the save came about really.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's that it's that search for something interesting to do that we all have every time a new cycle of the game comes round, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to fill your streams with? Yeah. It's going to be football manager of some sort for me. Uh, But ultimately, you know, that doesn't dictate exactly who and for how long and all that kind of stuff. Uh, So pre FM 23 dropping, I was just looking around for some ideas on forums, you know, just general sites of uh, have you tried this type of game on Football Manager and and just looking around. And on a forum, I found a very short paragraph that said Homeward Bound Challenge. Start somewhere else and work your way back home to win your own nation's league and that will ultimately end your series. So that was the the, the thought that I had. So uh, immediately I was looking for a starting point Because obviously my home is England, so that's where we're heading back towards. And you need to make it several countries away to make it worthwhile, but you don't want to go too far away and not actually get anywhere near getting home again. Um, And to be honest, if I can sort of um, make a a serious point in in the sort of frivolity of what we talk about here for a moment, I chose Ukraine partly because of the current conflict and issues that are happening over in that kind of region uh, with yep. Russia. I didn't want to go to Russia for obvious reasons, so I didn't want to go that far away. So yep. Ukraine felt the right spot. Shine a light on the fact that they're still playing top flight football, even after a year or two of the conflict that's been going on there, which is incredible in itself. Uh, and yeah, that became my starting point. So we've got a starting point, we've got an end point, and then you've got that uh, transition of how do you actually get home in the first place? And and for me, the, the only thing that I added into the paragraph that I read off the forum was the thought that initially... You start in Ukraine. When you win the league, you get to cross the border into the adjacent country on your route home back to England. And you repeat that process until you are there. Shortest route would have been Ukraine, Poland, Germany, into France to use the Channel Tunnel to get back into England. That was my guided path. The catch that I added if you don't win the league of the country you're in within three seasons, you have to stay in that country until you do win the league. But then you can't move forwards. You have to move sideways and add more countries to the journey. Oh, oh. right. Okay. So that was the only, I I just wanted to add a little bit of a catch, a little bit of jeopardy in there, a little bit of, you know, a time constraint of some sort. So that was the third, the the thought that I had. So, Mm We then spent four seasons in Ukraine. So immediately you can see I did not move forwards to Poland. <laughs> I moved sideways. I uh, Even better than that, we'll talk a little bit more about my general feelings of FM23, I'm sure, as we go. But I got yep. the sack in my first six months of this particular series, having right. also been sacked in the beta as well. It was not a good start. Uh, So I started at Zorya Luhansk, uh, a club in Ukraine, which was not one of the big boys, but one that was competitive. And I thought in three seasons, maybe I could do something. Turns out in six months, they did something and got rid of me. Uh, That's fine. Fair enough. Um, At the time, setting my manager up for Ukraine, I hadn't got all of the top badges and all of that kind of stuff, but I'd got a reasonable amount. In theory, anybody in Ukraine would be interested Fortunately for me, gentlemen, I fell upwards because at the end of that first season, Dynamo Keeve lost their manager and I applied for it. And some reason they gave me the job. So all of a sudden, I've got one of the two big jobs in the country that I was trying to avoid in the first place by not trying to make it too easy for myself. But I'm now there. Took me three seasons with them to overthrow Shakhtar Donetsk because they're a bunch of pooey heads. But, you know, that's fair enough. One of those things. Uh, So, yeah. We won it in season four. So then we headed into Romania. Uh, That was our second port of call, sideways, not forwards. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we became the Cluj manager. I thought, you know, that's a good opportunity. Um, Again, we had a few problems with um, a club called FCSB uh, that we were trying to struggle through to get to the top of the league. But we did win it in the third season. So now we get to move forwards and we moved into Hungary, which is where we currently are. Uh, As of this afternoon, I've got about 10 matches left of my first season. Uh, They, Puskas Academia, interesting club, not been set up for too long. So I'm now led to believe I've learned stuff since I've become their manager on the game. Uh, But they're not particularly well liked, apparently, because Puskas was a very, very big, impactful footballer. From like the 50s uh and the prime minister of hungary decided to use his name and his brand to create a new football club without connecting to him uh or his estate at all so Hungary kind of don't like it very much i don't think right. um but yeah in game they were last season's champions and then their manager retired which meant that i could apply for the job this right. season I'm not sure they're going to repeat the champions, Monica. <laughs> it's gone okay. okay, but with 10 mm. games to go, I'm seven points off of the top two. Right. So we'll see. But yeah, it's it's been a really fun, interesting save in a couple of countries I've never really been in, in terms of football manager terms before. But there's still a very long way to go. And my Mm. chat are always suggesting that at some point we'll probably end up in Japan or somewhere random because I keep uh, spending too (laughs) long in countries and going sideways forever. (laughs) But we'll see.
0: That's quite a sideward journey to end up in Japan. Yeah, I'm um,
2: trying to work out all that which way you'd go. <laughs> I have no around. idea. But we'll get there somewhere. <laughs> I think after about five or six seasons in any one country, they're going to send me backwards rather than sideways. Probably <laughs> if it ever happens, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> very good, very good. Well, it's quite, it's quite the journey as well to have gone from from your first first Ukrainian club to then fall up to Kiev and then all the way through to where you are now. Um, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that because it's like you said like you said you've got 10 games left of the mm-hmm. of the latest season so yeah fingers fingers crossed you can keep going the right way rather than getting sent
2: <laughs> i've sent got the wrong everything way. <laughs> crossed <laughs> yeah, yeah. To work out what's after what would be after uh so if i get yeah. if, if i win the hungarian league in three seasons it will be austria right. um Ooh, that's quite I, if That's I don't, it would be Serbia, I believe, because uh, that will add a couple more uh, yeah. stops to the journey, as it were. So, yeah, Austria would potentially be next. So we'll when we check
0: in <laughs> back in for FM twenty four, and you're still,
2: <laughs> and you've been moved down to Africa, and you're in yeah, there. we know
0: there's yep. been a bit of an issue.
2: <laughs> if at the end of twenty three, I'm, I'm not in the European continent, it wouldn't surprise me. Somehow, it really <laughs> wouldn't. Um, yeah. That seems to be the way it goes at the moment, but yeah, at the moment Absolutely. we're at least roughly heading in the right direction, but it is mm. slightly rough occasionally. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just a couple of bumps on the way there. It's fine, yeah. indeed. Um To be Make to be fair, I, I, sorry. What uh, were you going to saying? Just there? saying,
2: but... just
1: making it interesting. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just I, making it as I, interesting. I can, as can do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can, Kev. Um, I know what I know what you were saying though in terms of the beta because the beta I got sacked as well. I was with mm-hmm. Leon and that happened to me when, at the end of the first season. So I was like, this is a great thing. Um, but to have the double whammy of starting your first club and then have to get sacked again is
2: um
0: yeah. Can
2: can I suggest actually it's a triple whammy with me? Because oh, there's it? another one in there. All right, the other okay. one is a bit of an interesting one. Um, mm. I I happen to spend some time on a uh, another podcast, let's say. Mm. Uh, and uh, we have a network game that we started back in November, when there were four new, uh, three new presenters joining Rich Owens on the FMT pod, uh, myself, FM Girl, and Jeberu. But then FM Girl decided they weren't. Uh, really connecting to it, wanted to do some different stuff, step away from the pod. So they left and we'd already started a network save. So we left it for a a little while, trying to figure out what we were going to do with it. Eventually, a few weeks ago, we bought it back. But of course, if you think that in the beta, I got the sack at Valencia and in my first six months of my new save on FN23, I got sacked at Zori Luhansk. I was now going back to a game I'd started in and around that period. And it hated me, boys it hated me (laughs) genuinely. And I don't know what I did to it. I'm the nice guy of the FM community, but the game hated me. And so we were in the Premier League. I was at Brighton. I'd spent 70 million in the transfer window and had a lovely time and thought, oh yeah, that's pretty good. I've got a decent squad. A couple of weeks ago, I was in 19th. I was in the boardroom four (laughs) times in one network save stream. And eventually they kicked me out and I got uh, sacked in my network game and I currently don't have a job because we haven't oh. been able to get back on it since. Oh, dear. So yeah, oh, dear. triple, triple one for me. Triple whammy. There you go.
0: Whammy. Well, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better in our network save we had when we started in Syria Morris and Bragster both got sacked in the space of like a few weeks <laughs> So at the yep. end of the first season. So um, Braxton, wasn't it? Bragster had, I think Bragster had two board meetings in the space yeah. of a week. Because yeah. he had one ju- before the last game of the season where theoretically yeah. he could have stayed up if he'd won, but yeah. then ended up losing it. Um yeah. and they said, right, we'll keep you on for next season. Then they put Probably. the budgets in, and then he got brought in again, and basically he was like, Well, what's the why why am I here again? Like, what's the point? And then they were just like Yeah, we're getting rid of you. So
2: It's exactly (laughs) the same thing that happened to me. I had a board meeting before a game. They said, why is it such a problem? And I said, this, this, and this. And they said, fair enough. We want to stay on good terms with you. So what we'll do is we'll let you have till the end of the season. And this was only in January. So I thought, okay, fair enough. Bit of time to breathe, figure it out, change a few uh, tactics and stuff. Played the next game. Two days after the uh, previous meeting, they got me back in and said, why is it so bad? Why are you doing it so poorly? And I said, but we just had that conversation two days yeah. ago. And you gave me to the end of the season. They went, we don't remember that. We'll kick you out, I think. Yeah. And that was it. Done. And you just sit there shell-shocked thinking, well, what happened in those two yeah. days that was going to change it so dramatically? But, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to have to find like another job. It yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. it? really does. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah. It sounds like Chelsea in real life, it really <laughs> It really yeah, is that that style. <laughs>
0: yeah. Todd Bowley last week. Ah, oh, no, he's staying until the end of the season. Next week, <laughs> never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, To be fair, with my, with my Leon second, it was a bit different. It was more the David Moyes one year at United where basically it was no longer possible for him to get top four, so the Glazers went bye-bye and just got sure. rid of me. So, yeah. so it was a bit, a bit less complicated
2: than that. Brutal. Um, it's bad it that I've
1: never been sacked on a fan.
2: That's Not bad, that's good, is not it? You really? haven't been playing it right, surely. I, yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't see I, any other way of playing this game. <laughs> this is yeah. where he plays his
0: man City and Liverpool every time. Can't <laughs>
2: <But> like, <laughs> I'd find I, a way, yeah. <laughs> yeah man, I, <laughs> I, I
1: don't, I feel like if I'd have played this one more, I feel like I might have done. However, after the the network save, I don't know how I've done it, but Bologna in like fifth in the first season, hmm. and I I'm was like,
0: impressive, mind that was impressive. I'm
1: like beating. <laughs> Like AC Milan, I'm thinking, how is this happening? And everyone's saying how the game hits, like, is just doing ridiculous things. And I'm sat there going, is it? I'm doing is great. It? Is it? Is <laughs> it? This is this is fantastic. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I, I've never been sacked on FM, not as far as I can remember. Yeah. Don't um, worry, it'll happen. It'll, it'll come happen. Well. It'll come. That, that first one I'll come, I will be streaming at that point, and yeah. it'll be on stream, and everyone got, uh, Got you. <laughs> You're one
2: of no, us I, now. You're one of us. <laughs> yeah, I was like that on FM22, though. On FM22, I was in the boardroom so many times on a Scandinavian journeyman that I was doing. And somehow flagged my way through it every single time. I got a bit of a reputation for myself of having dirt on the board constantly because they just wouldn't sack me. Even once I offered my resignation in one of those meetings, they said, we don't have to take it that far, it's fine. Uh, So I don't know what happened. But yeah, 23 is completely different. I've got no clue what's going on. The chaos that other people were describing to you uh, is very much me. (laughs) It's complete and utter chaos.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: To be fair, I think that's the best way to describe FM twenty three It's those two words, utter chaos. Like you never know (laughs) what you're gonna get next, isn't it? Like "Mm, I feel
1: our networks have really did show it though. Yeah. It's like I was like, Oh, this is great, and then there's Morris and Braggster every week just going, Do we have to do this? Like why? why, Oh yeah, you had
0: you had us two loving loving. Yeah, we were like, Yeah,
1: this is great.
0: I was like top eight with Spezia and you were top five of Bologna. And then them two were just sitting there in the corner, just whinging and moaning all the time.
2: don't
0: Yeah. I'm the
2: outlier. Again? That's the problem yeah. for me. I'm the outlier. So we picked teams that were roughly even with each other. Yeah. And mine ended up in 19th. Currently, Rich in Leicester City is up in fourth, and Jeb at Wolves is in seventh. And I was down <laughs> in 19th at Brighton. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't, I genuinely don't understand this game anymore. But, you know, <laughs> they're, they're just incredible football manager players, obviously. Yeah. Well, we'll not say that too loud in case they hear this.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah. Fair.
2: Can we edit that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We can edit that one out. Yeah.
2: Morris, beep
0: is- it.
3: <laughs> Leap it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Just beep it out. What did he say? Kev never swears. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Rich and Jeb, obviously we know that for a little while now. Really, I think it was around the beginning of the, or maybe just before the FM twenty three cycle when you mm-hmm. went into FM therapy. Um, yep. obviously, what's it? I, my main my main question is like, what's it been like going into the podcast and mm-hmm. and you know working on that with them because I know it's been you've been in there for about six or so months when I'm looking at the calendar, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like, what's it like working with those guys? Because, you know, I've sat in, I've, I've interacted with Jeb a couple of times and mm. haven't yet with Rich, but would certainly like to at some point um, have been in the streams and know obviously how big a part they both are in the community and mm. just wondered what your experience has been like working with them
2: and working on the podcast. Fantastic. I mean, simply, I mean, we're, we're recording a podcast here, so I won't leave it at fantastic, but I just, I could, uh, but I'll give mm-hmm. you a bit more than that. But yeah, yeah. It, it really genuinely is, you know, we record on a, a Saturday lunchtime, roughly at the moment, that's usually our record spot. And it's one of the highlights of the week, just to get together for a couple of hours, record an hour and a half podcast in the middle of it and just chat the, the world away, basically, uh, in terms of football manager and our own saves, but also just other things and mental health is a big part of the Football Manager Therapy podcast, which is hence the name, you know, originally set up by Tony Jameson and Matt uh, Richards. Uh, And then um, Matt left and Tony and Rich carried it on. And then Tony left to do the football show at The Athletic the football Mm -hmm. manager show at the athletic and rich wanted uh, to gather a team really i think more than just a couple of people to do it so myself fm girl and jeb came in at that point fm girl then moves on but it's been absolutely sensational i i think if i look back on my fm 22 i think Mm -hmm. anything that i did in and around the fm playoffs which i'm sure we'll talk about was the highlight of my fm 22 for fm 23 it will be the podcast there's no doubt about it, you know, because you get to know people. You guys know this, having, you know, gathered every week for X amount of time to do your podcast for 70-odd episodes. You get to know each other. You get to spend some time together. You get to learn when, you know, the others are having well, uh, good <laughs> and bad days, whatever. I'm I'm yeah. just thrilled this evening, gents, that I'm getting team chill because if I'd got Braggster and AJ, this would be <laughs> – no, oh, God, Lord, now. no. You know? Oh, I, mean, I wouldn't have subjected you to watching, it, Kevin. Yeah. I've been watching <laughs> – of the best
0: team chill of course
2: you got the best you got the best you did you got you
0: got got the chill squad that's what you wanted yeah
2: Um, but yeah it's been absolutely the highlight of my fm 23 when the world is burning around me in game outside of it the podcast (laughs) has been an absolute joy to be part of and the two guys are excellent you know we're still Uh, We've been going together for about 18 episodes since we came collectively together, I think, something like that. And we're still, you know, figuring some of that out. And as of this evening, today we announced a new member of our team in Y Callum. Uh, So that's going to be another dynamic to add in and figure out and what does that look like and stuff. But generally speaking, it's been absolutely fantastic. And the, the really big mind warp of it for me was about four months before I joined or three months before I joined, I guested on the podcast with Tony and Rich. And for about a yeah. year and a bit before that, I was just listening to it as part of my schedule of listening to certain things. So being a member of its team now, hmm. it's just really weird, but yeah. really great. You know, yeah. uh, I've loved every second of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I I can totally understand where you're coming from in terms of the mind warp of it, because there's been time. There's been a lot of time. Well, pretty much, to be honest, most of the pods I've been on, when we've had people on, and it's like, if I've not had direct conversation with them, or if I've watched a lot of the streams, I and then they come on. It's always when I see them come on the bottom of the screen, underneath like the the main screen of when when I've got to add them in, and I'm like, oh, they're here, right? Okay, right. <laughs> Everything's got to go okay now. Um, and it's mm-hmm. like it's that sort of having that interaction with people and and getting to know people, which is obviously the great thing about the podcast because. Get to have those in-depth conversations and get to know people, but then mm. when you've listened to something like the FMT therapy um podcast, like I've I've been doing, and then to speak to yourself, it's quite it is very not strange, but it's surreal in a way mm. because it's like you like you never associate that's going to happen on or that's the next thing to happen. Sure, um, but yeah, like like I say, like I've been listening uh, to the FMT podcast for a, a long time now. And I've been—I—I I was in it a few months before Tony left, and then mm-hmm. as in, like, listening, started listening to it, and then I've been involved in the transition, like, listening to it. So it's like—and mm-hmm. to be fair, it's been—it's been a really good. Because sometimes with podcasts, when people change or things can, pieces can move around, it can be a bit of a, a rocky yeah. period. But I think yeah, it's yeah. credit to you guys that that really hasn't been the case, and I think it's gone, um, from strength to strength. In, in my personal opinion, from listening to it, and then it in the my one of my heroes of the fm community why callum i think is <laughs> is absolutely genius and i think it's a great move and to be honest when i listened to the podcast that you had him on a few mm-hmm. weeks ago yep. when i listened to that i was like i did fix myself as like he'd be a good fit on there but i don't mm-hmm. know i did obviously not knowing any prior knowledge of if you were looking for anybody or anything like sure. that but i was like he just fitted really well with yeah. speaking to you and rich obviously jeb might have a bit of a different view of having Calm on we, there. we've and, we've
2: got some team therapy <laughs> and team bonding coming up over the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping that I'll I'll be able to smooth the way a little bit. But yeah it's been a problem, you know, those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can I tell you? Yeah, yeah. Well I think
0: you and Rich will be good peacemakers in, in that one anyway. Um but of course like I said um with the homeward bound save um and FM therapy we'll leave the links in the description as well on here. Thank so you. if you haven't checked them out already please go check out the podcast and catch some of uh, Kev's streams because they are excellent, excellent football magic content to get involved with um, and to watch along as well. Um, So the last thing I sort of wanted to do in terms of, uh, or speak about in terms of your content, and Mm -hmm. because you are involved in a lot of things, Kev. Like I was (laughs) going through a list of things. I was thinking, he's been here, he's done this, he's done that, he's done this. There was a a lot of notes I had to make for this, Um, more Mm -hmm. so than most, I would say. Um, the other thing that you are quite prominent in in having a role in is FM the FM playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're one of the main pundits. Um, probably I I would say up there with Y Colin is one of my favourite pundits. I would say because Y column just Thank says you. whatever he likes and somehow gets away <laughs> with it because he's a serious mm-hmm. pundit. To be fair. Um, so yeah, I obviously just want to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, and obviously, how did you get involved in playoffs in the first place? Like, was that was did they come to you or were you sort of like been going around asking asking for a, for a goal edit or was something in between.
2: So I, I've done a little bit of drafting before I got involved in the playoffs in the sort of punditry role etc. So I, I've been in and around the drafting space a bit, but not mm. not a huge amount. Um, I drafted quite a lot at the beginning of FM22, but then for the second half of it, once I dropped into the playoffs role, then I sort of slowed that down a bit and focused on some uh, other bits and pieces. But yeah, they they came to me when they were thinking of merging. Alistair and Moza uh, were obviously heading up two different competitions. Uh, Moza had the playoffs, Ali had the wasted possession draft, and they decided that they wanted to pull their resources and, and try and be something bigger and better than they currently any really work separately. So within the context of them getting together and uh, trying to figure out what their new brand and new um, playoffs looked like, um, Ali dropped me a message and said, look, we think you'd be really useful to us in this kind of capacity. Would you be interested? And immediately, if I'm totally honest, my uh, imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff that kicks in all the time for the, these sorts of things went, no, you can't possibly do that. Who would want to listen to you do it? When when I've been watching myself think, Things like the the streamer showdown uh and you know road to legends and all sorts of other bits and pieces you know the um the, the other um shows around there the um oh what's the other one uh the super league and all that kind of stuff i would watched a lot of these things but thinking that i could play a part in them my imposter syndrome was not happy uh but mm. i kind of thought well Why not? Because the the thought that I've been involved in a lot is kind of right. But only in the last year, really, before that, I was just a YouTuber and then a streamer in my own little world doing my own little thing and just having a lovely time doing what I wanted to do. But I wasn't involved in anything else. So They were the first, really the first group of people that came to me and said, we'd like you to do something for us. And I thought, well, okay, I mean, I'll give it a go. And if I'm dreadful, they won't ask me back. So it'll be absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. Kind of seemed to go pretty well. And even now, if I'm, you know, totally honest with you it's what we do on our football manager therapy podcast. We talk a lot about mental health and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I still genuinely have days where Mm -hmm. I don't know what people see in what I do genuinely not you know that's not me trying to reach out for people to go but kev you're amazing and it's just how i feel about myself and other bits and pieces yeah. so i've participated in several playoffs now as a, a uh as one of their panelists had the best time doing it it really was the highlight of my fm 22 cycle was getting involved in it but i still genuinely don't always know why it is uh how it is and why they keep inviting me back but they do and i'll keep going back for as long as they'll invite me because it's the best job in the world it's so much yeah. less pressure doing yeah. that and it is actually participating in the blooming drafts which are a oh. nightmare <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the raps it's it's yeah. it's a stressful thing we can all attest to have done many you... i mean god knows how many draft competitions we've done between the three of us over the course yeah. of the past couple of years but yeah, yeah the draft it is far more stressful um than yeah. it is being on a panel because at least when you're on a panel you can be like i don't think this is right and then if they get it right it's like oh well well done Yep, move on. That mm-hmm. yep, we can if you sweep that bad take under the rug, it's fine. But yep. when you're the one playing and you pick the wrong player, you're like, oh yeah. I'm gonna just get laughed so at by chat now. Great. Yeah, yeah. It I,
2: it's, I I have the best time uh basically sitting on my fence. It's what I do. It's yeah. it's the meme that's out there. I sit on my fence. I tell them all oh, they're going to win at the beginning of it. Halfway through, I think, well, some of them aren't going to win. And that's very uh, unfortunate. But they've all had a great time and been really lovely about it. And then when somebody ultimately wins, I go, well, they were great too. And it's all fantastic. And we've all had a lo- lovely time. And I just sit on my fence. And it's great. Yeah. Love it. It's fantastic. You can never
0: be in danger on the fence, can you? Can no, never be not danger. at all.
2: Not at all. I let all the other guys make the statements that everybody has a go at. That's fine. Yeah. No problem. So that's why Carl's
0: been involved in the place, because they know he's yeah. gonna be the one that makes the statements, right? Okay.
2: Sacrificial lamb, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why I wonder why he's been picked for the for the podcast then. Maybe. <laughs> oh well, I mean there? that's
2: a different matter altogether. Um you'd have to ask Rich about that one. Yeah. Uh, or or you know, or talk to Jeb about what he feels about that. But um yeah. yeah. That's stuff <laughs> by James. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, let them two let them two sort that one out. That's fair enough. Um, awesome. I mean, in terms of in terms of the playoffs, I mean that to me, for me personally, my, the playoffs is my favorite tournament because of the wide berth of people it has A mm-hmm. involved in it in the background and B the right berth of people to get into it to actually draft and be a part of it. It's not just a certain level of streamer. Yes, the streamers are of a certain quality, mm-hmm. but you're not getting people who are all like tens of thousands of the viewers or followers mm. or whatever you've got people from left right and center um yeah. and that's why i enjoy it as much, much as i do whenever it's playoffs time it's always i'm booking booking a couple of hours out and the missus is, is being told you can go watch your soaps <laughs> or your harry potter or whatever I'm <laughs> obsessed getting the playoffs and fm 23 going so yeah um yeah so obviously appreciate everything that you're involved and obviously what Mozza and Tony and Ali and all those guys do, like mm. having been in the draft itself once and seeing all the stuff that they do and all of the organization that Jeb as well, I shouldn't mm. forget Jeb, what he does as well. Like having a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, it was just amazing to see what goes into that.
2: Production. It's um, a really special group of people actually, uh, mm-hmm. in a roundabout kind of way. Now I, I have, uh, a couple of functions within the group one is to be a panelist uh, but also I'm a bit of a sounding board you know I I sort of sit in their discord chats and listen to people's thoughts and occasionally give an opinion Uh, I lead review meetings of each of the playoffs that we do or I have done for the last two or three playoffs you know as in part of that process because that's something I can do Um, but the actual group of people it's huge uh, to make the playoffs work in the way that it does, you 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 know, you mentioned Moza and um Alistair as the two bosses. Now Jebaru and Tony have become the the other two in that group mm-hmm. of four that is now leading it. Tony does so much work in putting the shows together in terms of the panels and the makeup of the panels. It's very, very tricky to get that right and get the right sort of personalities together. Um, You get Ali, who's more responsible for putting the participants together. But again, it's the same sort of thing. Which personalities are we going to put together and how they're going to work? And then Jebaru, basically, uh, behind the scenes, does so much work. So much yep. work. I mean, the amount of of uh, buttons that bloke compresses in an evening <laughs> is impressive. To it's say crazy. Yeah, uh, but he's sensational. Without those four, and you know, mozza leads the process and is in you know in and around the background doing graphical work and uh, guiding the process and all that stuff. So I-, I wouldn't want you to think that you know the other three are doing more than he is because that's not the case. But those yep. four collectively are a mm-hmm. very impressive unit. And then you've got what we lovingly referred to as the truck. True. You know, yeah. with all of the stat guys in it and the graphical people in it that are doing stuff um, and lots and lots of other things, social media people, it takes... I don't know, 15 people to put on a playoffs every time we do one, oh, basically wow. in one form or another wow. through panelists, through leaders, through liaisons, through yeah. uh, social media guys, etc. And I'm just this really, really little cog in the middle of it. And I get the really great role. Because mm. anything I produce is because all of those have done their job to get to the point where I can do the little thing that I do on top of it. And yeah. I'm the one seen on a camera. Mm-hmm. And everybody' per- uh, perception is that if you're the person seen on the camera, it must be kind of you doing it. And it's really, really not. It's made so easy by all of the other people that do amazing stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And as as, yeah. as Maltese Falcon and Tim and everyone would say, up the truck. Feel like absolutely. absolutely up the truck oh, up the truck um but yeah like what a great what a great tournament the playoffs is um and i think really is the the one the standard bearer really for all the other tournaments that are ongoing at the minute because obviously mm-hmm. like you mentioned there's the super league fmtm yeah i mean there's so many tournaments out there now it's, yeah. it's kind of yep. crazy but the, those two tournaments of the playoffs and waste of possession coming together was really the the catalyst for all all the change and the improvement that they'd seen, and I think that, I mean, there's it's like you said, there's fifteen people at a time at least doing things each tournament, and mm-hmm. I know I mentioned the main four there, but there are so many. There's like a list of names as long as my arm yeah. and legs that I could probably mm-hmm. name that are involved, yeah. and it's just crazy how well run and how put together that competition is. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, and obviously, I imagine it's a great,
2: great joy to be part of. Um, it really cares. is. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. And again, it genuinely speaks into my imposter syndrome of occasionally looking in and going, what has happened here? But I'm so (laughs) glad it has. Because it's that thing of, the reason one of the main reasons why we draft in the first place is to do something together with somebody it doesn't matter who yeah. you know that person is necessary because that's going to change every time you go on a different draft but mm-hmm. you know to connect to the community and and be part of something bigger than just your little pocket of your stream or your video or whatever you might be putting out and so i absolutely love it uh, and yeah. being part of that wider unit has really, really enhanced my uh, content creation journey, as it were, if you want to use the the catchwords, as it were. Although I now no longer see myself as a content creator, but that's a, a different conversation completely. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm something other than that. But, um, but yeah, it's fantastic. And the best thing is we ain't even got going yet. There's so much more to come. We've got a little bit of time that we're just taking at the moment just to think about some of our processes, think about some of our structures, maybe reevaluate a few of them, and we will come back better in the next couple of months at some point because we've got some good uh, thoughts coming on. It is not done yet. Excellent. You're here first. (laughs) I know, right? I know. (laughs) Podcast exclusive. Well, I'm, I'm not, not sure I should have told you any of that. So I might not be on the next one because they might have kicked me off for saying that. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, I, I don't. If there's
0: think a tweet tomorrow saying Kevin thing. announces departure, I'd be like, oh, okay, right. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, we, then he's back on for a, a podcast expose, like <laughs> what really goes on behind the playoffs. <laughs> if
2: I if I need to, then I'll come to you guys. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you do have your own podcast to,
0: I suppose, to use, but uh, yeah, uh, no, that's not that would same. be appreciated. Fair
2: um
0: so obviously moving on from sort of the content side of things Mm. um most most times when we bring people who play football manager on especially during this sort of uh game period we like to talk a little bit about their thoughts and feelings on fm23 oh please and i think i think i think we should get into it a little bit with yourself kev so I think it's a very open-minded question, a very very wide-open question of mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on FM23 this year, Kev? Uh,
2: Where to begin? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so uh, what I will say is that I love this game, genuinely. Mm. FM as a brand, as a, a thing, as a, the fact that it's kept me entertained and been an incredibly big part of my existence for the last mm. 25 years or whatever it's been. Um mm. I don't know what you guys know of me, but uh, being a disabled adult, which I am, means I haven't been able to find full employment, which means that I have time on my hands. And this game has given me an escape route and been absolutely pivotal to my existence at times along the way. But mm-hmm. FM23 is a bit of a mess, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a little bit of a mess, which which absolutely pains me to say and I've for most of my time over the last few months until fairly recently I've kept most of those things bottled up and said well it's this and it's that and you know it could get better and they'll find ways to do it but it's a bit of a mess it's a little bit of a mess Uh, I I, uh, go on my live streams every afternoon and I genuinely don't know what's going to happen to my setup and my team and uh, what the opposition are going to do to me at the moment uh, so let's reverse up a little bit I got the sack in the beta that never happens to me I got the sack in the first six months of my main save that never happens to me I've been playing this game for long enough to know I am not the best, most tactically astute manager, but I can put a team together. I can put a structure of play together. I can bring a squad together, which I love doing. It's my favorite part of the game. And I can just about cobble through the rest of things like training and other bits and pieces that baffle me even now. And I can't (laughs) get the most out of, and I put things on the pitch. And usually within a couple of seasons, they all go, Oh, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's cool. We'll do it and we'll win some stuff and it'll be great. And I have a lovely time. FM 23, I've got no clue. I've genuinely got (laughs) no clue whether it's against the AI or whether it's in (laughs) draft mode or anything else. For the first three months, all I knew is that strikers and attacking players were incredibly clever and intelligent and talented beings and defenders were the village idiots. (laughs) <laughs> the situation. And they would literally yep. just stand there and go, I don't know what he's doing, but it's amazing. Look at him as he goes past him uh, mm. towards the goal and puts it in the back of the net. And my, my defenders just went, Muh? And I couldn't cope. I didn't know what to do. If you drop them back, it gives too much space in front of them to get long shots away. If you drop, uh, if you push them forward, there's too much space in behind and they don't follow runs. And so they just stand there and the game works around them. And somehow you have to figure out how to do that to the AI as much as the AI does to you. And some people in our community have been brilliant at that. And those are the people that are going to be sitting there thinking it's not that bad. It's perfectly fine. (laughs) I play my way and it works. For me, (laughs) I've been playing this game for 25 plus years. I can't even tell you when the first one was anymore. It's that long ago to me. And I've never experienced anything like this one. And I love the game. I love the brand and will always be there to support it. And I'm so desperate for it to be amazing. And then the updates come and you get rid of some of that defensive weirdness a little bit. They tweak it and they change it and all that stuff. Currently, gents... I don't know about you, in the last week or so of playing the game, the amount of penalties that are in my games is ridiculous. There's like oh. one every every other game at the moment yeah. or a sending off or something that means when I'm playing a big team that they somehow gain the advantage through my stupidity of my team rather than outplaying me. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And it just, it just frustrates my logical mind looking at it. Um, So I I find it really, really unfortunate. Uh, It's only in the last little while that I've really expressed to myself, really, that it's okay for me to think it's not actually a particularly great version of the game that I love. There are ways in which they can change that, of course. Some of them are going to be more uh, big to do than others. Uh, in terms of moving forward from this point. I think they've probably heard the community this time around a little bit more than maybe they have before. Mm-hmm. But it's not fantastic. And I really want it to be fantastic. But if you go right the way back to the original announcements for the game,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it wasn't that exciting, was it really, in terms of what they were going to do to it and how they were going to uh, make it fresh and new and interesting and impactful. And that wasn't a great start. And it kind of hasn't got better from there in that sense, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Mm. Um, So I still love doing what I do. I collect players Mm -hmm. together. I try and find a balanced squad to perform the type of sort of play that I want them to perform. I enjoy my streams immensely. Seriously, streaming is my joy. And it Mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. I was a YouTuber before it, and nothing of my YouTube was good enough or impactful enough, or educational enough, or entertaining enough, or any of it. It just wasn't. It wasn't totally Mm. me to produce video content. I love live streaming. If I could do it sometimes without the game, I possibly would, but I can't bring myself to do that because I'm a football manager streamer. It's still what I love to do, and I want to be successful at it within the Mm. context of being able to put a team out and get them to score goals, (laughs) etc. But it's a little bit of a mess and i mm, yeah. really don't like that yeah yeah yep
0: no yep. i i agree what were you going to say that much sorry?
1: and i i just agreed basically yeah. with everything um i think the game is i've I, i'm a bit more of a newer player really because i haven't really had a pc or anything to play the games um on a console i've played uh, on a well on a pc uh, i've played on ipad and stuff um before Compared to the previous years, I have not played this game nowhere near as much Mm -hmm. as the rest of them. Even though when I have played it, I've done all right and I just haven't felt like it's as I don't I don't know what it is. I just I think it is the fact that they announced all these improvements when it was the main thing was we've got some music and Mm -hmm. some badges. Like Mm. as much as that was cool it was very much a gimmick for like twice. You listened mm, to it yeah. twice and then you went, I don't want to hear this anymore and turned it off. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It's a weird one. Um, I think I think what you said there, I think it, it sums it up massively. It's mm. just, uh, it's basically, I feel like it's basically the same game as last year, but mm-hmm. actually a little bit worse because yeah. of the, the stupidity of, like, the defence and stuff like that. It just doesn't happen in real life. I get mm, it if yeah. it's lower leagues, mm. but when you're playing in the top division of a nation, you are not yeah. going to get them sorts of defensive like, problems, are you? Right. It's yeah. simple as that. Maybe once every, like, few games or something, like, something might happen, because errors mm. do happen. I mean, everyone's people, but we all make mm. mistakes. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when they're at that top level, it's not really going to happen that often, is
0: it? Yeah. Trust trust me, watching Blythe Spartans on an almost weekly basis, you see a lot of mistakes <laughs> on the back end of the pitch. So it's a bit irritating that I come to FM23
2: and it's exactly the same as I see
0: on a football <laughs> pitch on a
2: bi-weekly basis. But I mean, to be totally yeah. honest, as a United fan myself, over the last five or ten years, it's been yep. pretty bad <laughs> watching them defensively as well at times. But um, yeah, know, it shouldn't not been... be necessarily. <laughs>
0: No. But that's a yeah. whole different story. Oh, wow. <laughs> United, United, United's defender. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm me being also a Man United fan. I don't want to. I don't want to give much more fire to stoke the flame with. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Um,
1: I mean, I can't really. Leeds say United ha- 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 are really much defensively better. So. <laughs> uh, uh, we we are currently. We did concede first to Forest, by the way. Oh, oh, oh they But already. it is but it is one one, so it's fine.
0: Okay, all oh, right. Leave you quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept um, it quiet. <laughs> So there's not there's not gonna be a civil war within the uh, within the podcast WhatsApp group then that's okay. Not
1: yet. Um not yet.
0: there was last time like Morris wow. started kicking off about like this decisions and stuff. We're like, right, Morris, but just, yeah take a breath. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Okay. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. but yeah. Um weirdly enough, didn't hear anything from Brexit with him being a Liverpool fan recently, but we don't talk about <laughs> that again. That's uh,
2: that's I a, bet, uh, that, I bet that, you that did a couple of weeks the... ago though, surely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a good oh. day, was it? It was a painful
0: one.
3: <laughs>
2: it was really
0: bad. <laughs> yeah. There's been there's been bad moments the past ten years at United, mm. and that may be the cherry of them all. <laughs> yeah, I, it was not great. Yeah. No.
2: Oh dear.
0: But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully under Eric, we'll we've got someone we can trust. Hopefully. Yeah, I
2: I, I don't actually have any doubts about that. I think we've got a good one. It's just going to take time because it you know these things do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. see see what happens see what happens and with Mm. and with that i think we should move
0: on to the last section of the podcast which i'll let my glamorous it's glamorous assistant (laughs) most glamorous assistant that'll do i I think yeah why not i'll take it
1: i'll take it i've called you worse let's be honest (laughs) yeah and if it was bragster i'd be called way worse so it's fine yeah um yeah yeah so the last part of the pod uh Oh pods recent well we haven't actually done it recently.
3: It's mm-hmm. been a while. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's
1: been a while. We've got mulches match day. Yeah, yep. Is... I I mean, I, I'm not gonna blow my own trumpet, but it's the best. uh so to explain the rules, uh you get uh, Morris changed the rules and I can't remember the rules now. It's Wasn't been a it? while I it... well, it's I five points it was... for a correct result, the uh, correct yeah, score. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. Three. Uh. Three for a correct result. Yeah. Or is it two for a correct two for a correct result? Yeah. And then you get an extra point for the minute of the first goal. Um. Out yep. of all ten. Right, Okay. Um. It's not super six. I promise. It's no. Super ten.
0: Because uh, there's ten. There's ten matches. There's
1: ten. There's ten. So it not can't be super six. six.
2: Do, <laughs> do, uh, do you guys do the super six? Now uh, and then. Yeah, I, I should
1: do. I should do it more, but I always forget.
2: Uh, I won it once. Oh
1: but, wow!
2: But not the big, big amount of money because Even I was sore. I was one goal out, oh. but I got oh. the top amount on that day and uh, got a uh, a couple of thousand pounds for it.
1: Nice.
2: Quite a while wow. ago now, you know, six, i wish I'd, I wish I'd known ago, this before or... I invited you on, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been useless ever since. I've had a family Super 6 that I've been part of for the last five years and basically been rubbish at all of them so far. <laughs> I can still use that one. I still want Very one. good. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, I am expecting a high score now. Yeah,
2: it's,
3: you're it's one yourself of the up reasons,
2: here. It's one of the reasons why I don't particularly care for Chelsea because they let a goal in and I had them winning 3-0 and they won 3-1 and it took me away from winning all six so you know (laughs) it is what it is occasionally I wake up in a cold sweat but yeah let's do this let's get me no points whatsoever because that's bound (laughs) bound to happen (laughs) uh, we, we
1: have actually we had captain Goodspeed
2: Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be in great time. company then. It's fine. No yeah. problem so, I, can do, I can do this.
1: So from the last time that we were on, we had McKinsey. McKinsey is the mm-hmm. last person on. Mm-hmm. I don't think we mentioned it on the pod. He got 15 points,
2: which is a solid score to be yeah,
1: fair. Not solid. bad. Special. But we do have a new leader and it is Bragster. Oh, <laughs> he has got God. 25 points. So currently he... the top three is Bragster, <laughs> Grimmy, and then me. <laughs> wow. So wow. what we're
0: saying, Kev, this is your time to shine. And the,
1: yeah. right. the winner does, I can <laughs> the do winner, this for the community. Yeah. Come on. Well, well, the winner does win an Unbelievable Streams t-shirt, which this is the hoodie version, but nice. you will win a t-shirt. Uh, and second and third get Unbelievable Streams mugs, which I don't actually have mine on me, but yeah. Uh, Great advertising. So, I know. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm wearing the hoodie.
0: Yeah, you've got the hoodie. <laughs> what more do we need?
1: <laughs> uh, right then. To kick it off this week, obviously it's for Saturday games
2: -hmm. Man United versus Everton what a game to start with hmm well so my thought is on this one is that last time out United didn't play very well as we speak it was against Newcastle a couple of days ago we looked fairly rubbish in a lot of ways we're missing our midfield at the moment Everton are on a little bit of an upturn since Deitch but I think we play Brentford tomorrow and then Everton uh, and then the Everton Mm -hmm. match. I reckon you'll see a better performance in the next couple of games because of what happened at Newcastle, because Ten Hag doesn't allow that. So I'm actually going to go for a, a relatively narrow win for United. We'll say 2 1. But I think because we're lacking our midfield of Ericsson and Casemiro a little bit at the moment through injury and suspension, we're not quite reaching our peak, I think, at the moment. And so, yeah, I'll go for a narrow win, but Everton will cause us a few problems.
3: Yeah, I don't disagree with that that
0: assessment at all. Um, God, do we need Casemiro back? That's all I'll say.
2: Oh, we really do. (laughs)
0: My
2: my worry is in about a decade from now, when he's like 43, we'll still be saying, can we get him back? Because he's really... What like when we brought Skulls back out of retirement against yeah. City in the cup? Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one nil to United. Well, think it, really... I think I think I agree with Kev. I think it's gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be a. I'd be happy if it was a walkover and we beat him like four I'm or five sure. nil. Um, but
2: yeah, I think Deutsch is gonna do okay at Everton. I think yeah. as much. Is as that a lunchtime time? Kick off much? Uh,
1: let's have a look. I'll let you know. And. It is, it's half twelve kickoff.
0: Just because I'm thinking, because if you usually record your pods on a Saturday lunchtime, Kev, yeah. you might be sat. Um, you'd be sat in the presence of Callum.
2: <laughs> uh, well, what I can tell you is actually we're not recording next weekend. Oh, well, so right I'm, I'm all right it's on it. that one.
1: <laughs> all good. Yeah. As much as it pains me, I really hope you beat Evan. <laughs> <laughs> kind of we kind of need that. We'll uh, do our best. Please. We'll do our best. <laughs> next up is Midlands Derby, Villa Forest.
2: Okay, as we
1: speak, Villa are playing against Leicester, and they're currently one all.
2: Uh, Am I going first again, or am I waiting for somebody else? What's Uh, the thought? I'm gonna. I'll go first. I'll go
1: two one, Villa. Mm -hmm. I really need Villa with that as well. (laughs)
2: Look look at the look on Grimmy's face. He's not sure on this one. I,
0: I, I, I think it's going to be Villa. Oh. I've say I'll say 2-0 Villa. I'm sorry, Morris. This is where I get edited out of the entirety of the podcast. It's just kept it's, <laughs>
1: it's fine. Morris knows yeah. that we're awful away from home.
2: If if mm. if he's gonna hate you He's going to take me even more. 7-0. Because <laughs> I'm actually quite a big fan of this Villa team. And I think Gerard did bad things with a very, very good Villa setup. And Unai mm-hmm. Emre is going to show over the next season or two that this is actually a pretty good squad. So I think he's got them going a little bit. They're not yeah. perfect by any stretch. They still have their bad days. I don't think against Forest is going to be one of them. I'm going to give them a 2-0 win, a uh, 3-0 win. I think they're going to yeah. do bits
1: Yeah, I can see that mm. uh,
2: ooh, Brentford versus Newcastle Oh,
1: mm. That's a stinker
0: to call
2: Yes, yes it is. it is I mean, Newcastle uh, played much better than Man United did the other day when I was watching that game but I yeah. don't think uh, again, I think they're a little bit hit and miss occasionally I don't think they're yeah, yeah. Uh, that consistent yet Um in comparison to some and brentford are a tricky side i mean mm-hmm. they are whilst i have no particular affiliation to them these days they were my hometown of birth so Sorry. i have a little bit of a connection back to brentford and i i kind of always looked out for them but i didn't really stay there for too long before i moved and got into football elsewhere um but yeah so I don't know. I think Brentford are tricky. I think Newcastle are good, but still a little bit hit and miss. I'm gonna go for a one-one draw, I think.
1: I could see Come that. Come on
2: the bees. It's probably right. not that's probably not
0: a bad bad shout yeah. to be fair, because Brentford have drawn thirteen games this season in the league. Wow. And they've only lost five. Wow. Only one more only one more game lost in the City.
2: they are are. they're difficult to beat doesn't mean they always as we say doesn't mean they always win themselves they've still got some stuff they need to improve on but for a team that's come up in the last season or so they are doing very well yeah
1: i wonder what's happening with the ivan tony what is actually happening
2: there
1: because he's been found guilty right
2: yeah i don't know what the actual sort of punishment is for want of a better term for what he's actually done etc I'm not sure but as far as I know there's certainly if he's not been found guilty there's certainly stuff that he still has to answer to I think yeah either way I think there's yeah I'm not 100% sure Uh no no, I I haven't heard anything I don't think there's anything being reported in
0: terms of an actual like actual outcome of it in terms of um, like some sort of sanction or fine or punishment or anything like that so Yeah. yeah
1: I don't, um, I don't get it.
0: But whilst whilst he's still playing, I'm going to say 2-1 to Brentford because I need Brentford Ooh. to win <laughs> against Newcastle. Uh, I can
1: understand that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I'm going to just complete round it off. I'm going to 2-1 Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Fancy Newcastle.
2: Cool. Uh, they're, they're great. And I think yeah. what they've done with the, the finances that they've now got, etc., which you can count them incredibly lucky for in the sense of pure football, in terms of having that kind of backing. Yeah. They're doing it very smartly. Yeah, you know, they're they're not trying to find that 120 million pound player to put in the middle of a relatively all right team. <laughs> they are building incrementally, and Eddie Howe's doing a great job, I think. So kudos yeah. to them for that.
1: Yeah. Next is a London derby: Fulham versus West Ham. Hmm. Mitrovic has well, been banned
0: for eight games. I was just about to say, yeah. I'll, Mitrovic. I'll pluck, I'll pluck for West Ham one nil victory. Ooh. Because hmm. of the fact that Mitrovic is out, I think if yeah. Mitrovic was in, they'd yeah. have a goal threat. Then West um, Ham could just nick it.
1: I'm gonna say one all. I think. Even okay. though I really want to say Fulham a win because. Mm. Could do West Ham losing also. <laughs> but mm. uh, I think we'll get a point out of it.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think I think, uh, I think think Grimmy, you might be right. In the sense that I think what we've seen with Man United is if you take their key players out, they don't look as good as they used to with them in, in Casemiro and Eriksen, for example, in midfield. And I think the same will happen with Fulham a little bit. It's a long run to go without... Uh, Mitrovic in that Fulham yeah. setup, and I don't know how well they're going to cope with it. And I think in the first couple of instances, it might be a little bit fragile for them. So I'm going mm-hmm. to go for a 2 0 win to West Ham. I think that they might see a little bit of an upturn in form over the next few weeks, possibly. And that mm-hmm. might be one of the starting points for it, maybe. So I'll go with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, next is
2: Wolves versus Chelsea. <laughs>
0: Which Chelsea's turning up, there? Yeah, and exactly That's exactly what I was
2: going to say. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, that's
1: that. Well, that's it. The plane now, aren't they, against Liverpool? It's nil no nil currently. And just to just to rub it in Morris's face, lead to 2 1 up.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Very good.
2: <laughs> you are uh, going to be edited out of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> You're not be there at all just a blank space. He's blank. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, just going to be it's matched it. <laughs> predictions.
2: <laughs>
0: Glamorous post.
2: Uh... <of> <laughs> So, I I don't know. Wolves are an interesting one. They're not as um, as low down as I thought they might be this season. I think they're doing all right at the moment. Uh, Chelsea are lower than you would have potentially thought they would. But they have just got rid of their manager and there's a bit of a new day at Chelsea. So, we'll see what they do with that over the next couple of games. Will it come soon enough to get a bit of a kick for them this one? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think wolves are a strange one to call a little bit, but I think on this occasion I will go with a Chelsea win, but it will be a narrow one, so I'll go one nil. Yeah, I could see that. I'm, I'm gonna
0: say one one.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna say two nil Chelsea.
0: Mm. Okay. Because I think with it being I would I would if it was at Stamford Bridge, I probably would have gone Chelsea win. Mm-hmm. But I think because wolves, wolves have made themselves quite difficult to beat at home recently. Sure. Yep. yep. Um, and I just think, yeah. And, and it's weird because I always think of Wolves as being, I mean, they are above the relegation zone, but there's literally a point between them and 13th and Bournemouth who are in 18th. Sure. So it's like a point here or there makes a big difference to them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, f- I think I'll go 1-1. Cool. Okay. Next.
1: Up is Spurs versus Brighton. Now this one, wow! I've got a Spurs thought is going to turn. Well, I've got a thought on this one. And oh. people are going to call me absolutely insane here.
0: Well, won't be the first time. But go on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to really like. Mm. Do I? do I? That's the question. Go, go on. on. You're in the top three. Go what on. It Come go on. On. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Go on. I'll go for the double desi then. Double Desi, yeah, interesting. Double Desi, yeah. I was gonna say three all because I think there's gonna be goals. They score goals. They concede goals. Both teams. Hmm. I fancy absolute goals galore in that. So I'm if gonna this is a football. nil
0: nil now. I am clipping this part of the podcast <laughs> and publishing it points. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, you'd get yeah, yeah. you'd get you get
0: two points for for a draw. Yeah. the but...
1: D- ducks will be loving me right now, but.
0: Oh no, I message him straight after the scene. Yeah, yeah. Guess what mulch <laughs> yep,
1: mulch guest. Yeah. So uh, do you know what? I'll do it then four, four.
2: Four-four. Go for it. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot of goals, I'll give you that. Okay, so this one's a bit tricky for me in the sense that uh I live close, uh fairly close to Brighton. Uh, uh, a lot of my extended family are connected to Brighton uh, and Brighton fans in itself. So as long as none of them are listening to the pod, I think (laughs) you might (laughs) might get a little bit of a response from the Tottenham players because they got roundly done over by their performance as we speak a day or so ago in the Premier League against Everton. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think you might get a little bit of a response from them. So I'm going to give it to Tottenham how much am I going to give it to Tottenham? I think that the thing with them is, again, it's that Chelsea statement of which Chelsea's going to show up, which Tottenham are going to show up, in the sense that they have got pretty much one of the best goal-scoring machines in the current game within Harry Kane and the likes of uh, Min Song, etc. If they show up, I'm going to go Mm 3-1 to Tottenham but it could be completely the opposite and be 3-1 yeah. to Brighton yeah. or 5-5 or anything else. It's kind of impossible to call, I think. But I'll I'll give it to them on a little bit of a whim just because I think you might get a response from them.
0: I'm going to say 3-2 Brighton. Mm-hmm. I just There's something about Spurs at the minute and the fact that they've not performed after Conte is gone. Mm-hmm. it's a bit like well maybe Conti wasn't the problem and maybe it's the players
3: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think if there's ever a time when Brighton are four points back two games in hand on Spurs if there's ever a time they're going to be up for it and ready to go against Spurs it's going to be this weekend Yeah, I kind of would like to see Brighton be involved in the fight and maybe drop Spurs down a peg or two but I mean that's mm. that's if we beat Everton though if United beat Everton (laughs) then I'm more than happy for Brighton to win if we don't then nice clean draw boys that'd be nice Um, (laughs) but yeah
2: I'll go 3-2
0: Brighton this is
2: the joy joy of predicting the Premier League isn't it though because ultimately you can think a a particular team's on a bit of a downer at the moment or stuff but On any given day, they can just show up. Harry Kane could get a hat-trick quite easily because he's Harry Kane and he scores goals. But, you know, you just never know, do you really? I think this season more often, more than any other
0: season in recent memory because of how tight it is at the bottom and how tight it is in the mid-pack. It's like, obviously, the top two teams are by far and away from everybody else. But Hmm. I don't remember a relegation battle where you had six teams, seven teams in it going into yeah. the last ten, he's games. literally eight now. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it so is. yeah, like I, I think especially there'll be weeks where you'll have like Palace versus Leeds and then West Ham versus yeah. Everton, and it'll just be like impossible to guess mm-hmm. anything because it could yep. any which way it could go. But that's I really why I really wish it, I guess. the Leeds
1: Palace game were next, but it's not. But however, <laughs> it is another battle at the bottom though. Leicester versus Bournemouth.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. I expect wow. the Leicester to bounce back.
1: They are currently second bottom, and as we they speak, are second bottom, all...
0: but again, if they win, they only they go up to thirteenth.
1: Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Mm. It's crazy.
0: Like... crazy. it is. I, I was two...
2: <laughs> it's really hard. Carry on.
0: <laughs> two. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say two nil Leicester. I think.
1: Why?
0: I'm not convinced by that prediction. By the way, I know I'm sounding like maybe I'm... I've got this down to an absolute t of a fine art, but it's. Just
1: I'm going to say a Desi. I've said a double Desi. Now I'm going a single Desi. I've got a single Desi. Yeah, I've got two. You've two. lost the plot, mulch. You've
0: gone
2: crazy. Mm. Absolute
1: <laughs> match of the day goals galore. Everyone's got to be like tuning into match of the day. I don't
2: know. I don't know. I, I. It's a, it's a really, really weird game to call because for me, I've been waiting all season for Leicester to turn this round as mm-hmm. everybody has. Yeah. there's yeah. In theory, there's a lot of reasons why Leicester should not be where they currently are, but mm-hmm. they are, and they never quite look as so though they're going to change it for more than a game or so before it yeah. reverts back to being a bit weird. That's but then crazy. on the other flip side to that, with the greatest love in the world to all of the fans and the people connected to the club, I think Bournemouth are potentially one of the weaker sides in the league, just full stop. Whether whether mm-hmm. anybody's having a good or a bad day or anything like that, I just think maybe they're slightly weaker than some of the uh, a lot of mm-hmm. the other teams in and around the league. But it's Leicester. And again, you don't know whether they're going to show up, but I think they might. I'm going to give them a 2-1 two, uh, win to Leicester, I think. But again who has an absolute Scooby Doo because yeah, exactly. I really don't. No um one. <laughs> no but yeah, one I've done. been I've been waiting for a long time to let for Leicester to sh- show up this season and they haven't. Maybe they yep. will this time.
1: Yeah. Uh next up is I'm going to say potentially an easier one to predict. Southampton versus Man City.
0: <laughs> oh good lord, right. <laughs> so How, what's the cricket score going to be boys? going could be a
1: cricket score. Um,
2: wow, I mean mm. You've got to feel sorry for Southampton, haven't you, really? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think that's, if they lose to Man City, I think that's them getting pretty close to gone.
0: Yeah. The four points adrift at the minute, as we speak.
1: Yeah, if they mm. lose, and I mean, Leicester are playing Bournemouth, so there's going to be, points someone's going to move there. away. I uh,
2: I mentioned this on my own pod a little while ago, that, Southampton's actually a really interesting save to do on FM because their recruitment this time round, in theory, made some sense in the sense of they went young, enthusiastic, hungry players and all that kind of stuff. But it's just been a little bit too much for them in the Premier League, unfortunately, and I don't see that changing this season. I think this is what Southampton are this time round. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to struggle. I think they might lose this game quite comfortably. Which is no surprise to anybody. The question is on this sort of occasion, do you rest Harland to give him a break or do you put him in? Do you go full throttle at them, or do you, you know, take your foot off the gas? If they take the foot off the gas, Man City, then you know, it can be anything. But on this yeah. occasion, sorry, Southampton fans, I'm going five.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say four nil.
0: No. Right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that guy. No nil. No. <laughs> no, that I, I said I look as a guy who said Spurs could be in a title race at the start of the season. I'm looking very foolish for that prediction. Ugh. Um, I know, right? I I backed the Antonio Conte bus way too much at the start of last year. Um, but here we are seven months later, and he's not here anymore. Um, in the league, but there you go. Um, the one thing that could potentially give Southampton like the tiniest, I mean, like sliverest of hope. Is the fact that it's the Champions League next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And City might go and put the eggs in the basket because they are what the eight points behind Arsenal now with a game in hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You would expect them to win that. So really five points. If there's another slip up, they're probably out in the Premier League title race, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I think Arsenal are that good at the minute. Um, I just I wonder, did they go right? We're taking up, but the thing is, if you take Holland off, you've got Alvarez if you take silver off, you've got da 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 da. But so you know, mad, it's mad. like I'll I'll say I'll say free I'll say free one city. Yeah. But I maybe might say Southampton might turn up for that one because of the jeopardy that they're in. But we'll mm-hmm. see because they didn't. I watched them against West Ham and they didn't play badly. They just didn't have mm-hmm. a goal in them, which I think. Yeah. If they nick an early one and they've got something to hold on to, you never, you never know. But yeah, mm. when it's against potentially Haaland and Co. It might be a bit more difficult than it usually be. That's the problem,
2: isn't it? When When you yeah. don't play badly against Man City, they stuff you. Yeah. And that's yeah, when yeah. you don't play badly. If you play badly, then you absolutely get ripped apart on their day. But then again, having said that, Man City are not at the top of the league for a reason. And that is just occasionally they just fail to deliver yeah. what you're expecting them to, yeah. just here yeah. and there. Um, I don't think it's coming against Southampton, but you n- yeah. never know. Yep, yeah, that is true. Mind
0: you, the, the message will be opened on Discord saying,
1: what
2: happened here? If it does happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that
1: is true. Right. Then we've got second to last game, Leeds versus Palace.
0: Hmm. See, Palace looks good though. Palace did look good with Hodgson back, which was very strange
1: to see him mm.
2: back. It's a really weird appointment to me. Oh to yeah, go in that direction. I mean, lovely guy that he no doubtedly is. Still a strange appointment at this point for me, but they did look a little bit better. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, as a Leeds fan, you tell me where do you think you currently are in terms of your um, your run of form currently, and, and how you perceive your team to be. Let me know.
0: The tortured look on his face when you ask that question, Kev, I'll be honest.
1: Genuinely, (laughs) since the appointment of Javi Gracia, we have looked a hell of a lot better. Mm -hmm. Just everything about it, the fact that it's weird having a manager that changes his tactic based on who we play or actually has a plan B. We've had Bielsa, who obviously came into the Premier League and just decided... Just keep going with what, and I will always thank BLC, will always be mm-hmm. potentially my favorite manager ever. You know, can't thank him enough for what he's done, yeah. but he got found out. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have a plan B. Then mm-hmm. obviously Marsh came in, can't thank him enough either. He kept us up. So we mm-hmm. can't really deny him that. He's made some good signings, but then obviously he was way out of his depth. But now we've got Grassier in. I didn't really know much about him. So I've sort of looked on Twitter at what people were saying. Uh, they said that tactically he looks great. And you know what? He does. I mean, he's got... If we beat Forrest today, we are right now. We've got like, out of what, a few games, we've got six, seven. So out of yeah. all of his games that he's played, I think we'll get like 10 to 12 points out of them games. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. With the team that we've got, to be fair, we've got a lot of poor players. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm. But I actually believe we look a lot better, and I fancy us for this. Just oh. I think we'll—I'd say a two-one. I think we'll concede because you pretty much concede every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we can get three points out of Forest and three points out of Palace, it'd be humongous for us. Oh, and... it'd
0: be yeah for any club <laughs> down there. It's huge to get and... six points out of six. Is mm. that's. Game
3: junior, yeah, really.
1: I think he's got... Um, so against the Arsenal, obviously, we got beat 4-1 by Arsenal. Mm. But for the first... Before we give the penalty away, we looked good. We actually mm. looked pretty solid mm-hmm. defensively, which I have not been able to say that for a long time for our team. Um, so I, I don't know. He played five at the back, I think, against Arsenal, which mm. is clever, you know. Why not? You know, the top of the league for a the reason they score goals. Simple, try and keep them out. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I like him as a manager. And apparently we're looking at uh, Vieira afterwards. But as I said, if he keeps us up, you cannot let him, you cannot change yeah. because he, to be fair to him, if he keeps us up with this team, he's a miracle worker. <laughs> and I will, <laughs> I will personally go over and shake his hand and say, thank you. You are
0: build the statue now. Build it. Yeah,
1: literally build it. Because <laughs> uh, fair play to him, but that's that's my thoughts on where we are. I like him as a manager. I like mm-hmm. the fact that he changes. I mean, against Arsenal, he went counter attacking. He put Sinistera up front, and played pace and stuff. Didn't play Bamford. Whereas today, he is. You know, he, he changes, and I like that. It gives us an option, a, a an air of like not predictable. You know, we're a bit we're mm-hmm. a bit more. Diverse, we can sort of change the way we're playing. I know <laughs> little, little, little,
0: little league shuffle there,
1: <laughs> <Little> league shuffle. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's where I think we are, and I, I think we'll get we'll, we'll beat them. Um, just depends so, on
2: here. Here is my <laughs> re- response to that. So, for mulch, so for mulch, <laughs> we come with the juxtaposition from Kevin. <laughs> no, actually, uh, what I'm gonna say is that uh, if anybody watches any of my content for long enough, they will hear me say. That I choose to support my own team and not oppose anybody else's. That's one of the catchwords I have. I am a Manchester United fan. In theory, I should despise Leeds, I yep. should despise <laughs> Man City, I should despise Liverpool. And there are moments along the way where I do, just because football gets you and that's what happens. Yep. But actually, <laughs> I'm not that bothered about what other teams are doing in terms of I just care about my own team. If we play well, I think we can do great things and that's what I'm focused on. So Mm -hmm. that being said, I believe in you lot. I think you'll survive this season. I think you'll get your miracle and I'll give you a 1-0 win on this occasion. I think it's going to be a tricky game because Roy Hodgson never sets his teams up to lose by much if they do. I think it's going to be difficult. But yeah, I'm not convinced about the Roy Hodgson appointment. He might get a bit of a new manager bounce for a couple of games, maybe. But I'm not totally convinced that that's the right direction for them to go in. So I'm going to give you a 1-0 win.
1: I don't think they've... the So since he's been appointed, they played... So they beat, they beat Leicester last game. hmm
3: Right. Okay.
1: Think,
0: wasn't that not the first game?
2: Since yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting
2: but we're still waiting for Leicester to show up. Remember? And they yeah, just yeah. haven't. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. But, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm
0: not going to say what you think I'm going to say. Uh, I, f- I think it's a one, one draw written all over it. I think, Lots I think if there's ever a time, I, if I was to, if you, if you put a gun to my head, I'd say these are probably winning this because it's Ellen road. And if there's ever a set of fans, which can be the 12th man, it's Ellen road. Um, I've witnessed it myself for many times when we've gone with like the greatest United team ever assembled and still somehow scraped a win or scraped a 1-0, a, a 1-1 <laughs> draw or something. So yeah, um, but I think it'll be 1-1. I just think they're so, I mean, the literary point separates them in the table and yeah. so evenly matched on all areas of the pitch that if there was ever a game, I would be hands down put one pound on for a draw. I would say it'd be this one.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I'd take a point to be fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know and you take all the points, any points you can get. Any points.
1: Uh, And then the final game of the week is Liverpool versus Arsenal.
2: Hmm. Whoa. It's a big one, isn't it? It's a big one for both clubs, I would say, because Arsenal are obviously on an incredibly good run this season, have got their eyes set on the possibility of that title. They have got Man City breathing down their necks all the time. It doesn't matter whether it's five, eight, ten points Uh, between them at any given moment in the next few games. City could still turn that around given the right couple of results here and there Mm -hmm. and the wrong for Arsenal. This could be a wrong one for Arsenal. But then you look at Liverpool and you just have to say, again, with my hat on of I choose to support my own team and not oppose anybody else's, they're just really weird they're yeah. just so inconsistent yeah, are, yeah. and weird. They should be so much better than they are this time around, but they've got some issues uh with you know the structure of their team various uh, for various reasons injuries and other bits and pieces have impacted them over the season. All that kind of stuff. But I just I I would never bet on them at the moment. Yeah. Uh and so on this occasion because I wouldn't bet on them to succeed and win, but I also think that Arsenal could have a little bit of a fragile moment with some of the supposed bigger teams here and there. I'm going to go for the two, two. I'm going to go for Ooh. the Desmond at this point, drop a couple of points for both teams that could cause both teams yeah. quite an issue, but I think it will be quite a fun game for everybody else to watch on, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's my thought.
0: Absolutely,
2: yeah. I'm, and-
1: Go. Sorry, go
0: on, much. You go first. You're the hey. host of this of this particular section, okay. so I'll let you go.
1: I'm actually going to go with a two-one Arsenal victory. Mm-hmm. I feel like Liverpool are too. I mean, the the playing Chelsea right now, and Chelsea actually have had a goal disallowed. Mm. So <laughs> I just think I feel like they're just not good enough mm-hmm. at all. Like defensively, they look poor. Up front, they don't look great. Every now and then they do, but I think in the general gist of it, I think they're just not good enough. And Arsenal, I feel like have a have another gear that they can mm-hmm. hit, which at the moment Liverpool don't have. Uh, mm-hmm. They had it, you know, they've had it past few seasons, and as as uh, I, I mean, Bragg still love me saying this, they've been unbelievable, like an unbelievable side for a good few years now mm-hmm. it's just this year it's I mean it's the the Klopp what seventh season syndrome yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. he seems to have and it's so weird that that actually is happening and mm-hmm. I actually think he's done to be honest I think very soon I think he'll go if they don't tonight depending what happens and against Arsenal next I, I think if they lose to, lose tonight lose to Arsenal I think he's gone
0: Interesting.
2: Interesting. Very. Right. Well, with that being
0: said, <laughs> <laughs> I I think there is, I think this is a much bigger moment for Arsenal than it is for Liverpool, because mm-hmm. Liverpool, if they win, they may be sneaking into a question of can we maybe pick top four if we put a run together towards the end of the season. For Arsenal, this is the first league title in almost 20 years, 19 years it'll be. And I think that we there's been so many people out there that have been going. Arsenal aren't going to win this title. Arsenal aren't going to win. It. They're just not beating. They're not going to beat the big teams. That had a Gary Neville being the main component of the, of leading the, the, that chant. I just think there would be no bigger middle finger sign to the rest of the rest of the country and the pundits of this of this league to ask than Arsenal going to Anfield a ground there they have had a horrible record in recent times, um, dating back when Wenger was in his last days and all the way through to now when now famously on the Amazon documentary played the Anfield music to get them to focus on whatever it was he wanted them to do on training that day. I just think that if there's ever an Arsenal team that's going to show up at Anfield and beat Liverpool, in the Liverpool form that they're in, it's this one, and I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal.
3: Oh, and nothing. And
0: despite the rivalry of Arsenal in my my younger years when I was in school, nothing would please me more than for Arsenal to do it. It doesn't matter that it's Liverpool; it's the fact that it's. I've just I've got sick of everyone saying that they can't win this league when they are twenty nine games in and on seventy two points. They can clearly (laughs) win this league at this point. They're not. I don't think they'll bottle it for me personally. But that's just.
1: I think we will, but I don't know. It's a weird (laughs) one. It's a weird one. Oh, uh,
2: you you guys know me. I think everybody's going to win, so it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and then to wrap up what's match day, we've got minute of the first goal. So that's out of all 10 games when the first goal is going to go in.
0: Hmm. Second minute.
1: Oh, going I, early. I, I, I just got to feel like a, there's an
0: early one in, in
1: the brewing this week. I don't yeah. know why. I mean, Spurs v. Brighton at 4-4, there's going to have to be an early goal. Hmm.
0: No, unless it's like an eight-goal bonanza in the second half. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. I'm
1: gonna say the first minute. I'm gonna go. Wow,
0: up really? I mean, you really, two really have realistic. gone in, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, 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 I says mm. twenty seconds. 93rd. Yeah. <laughs> 93rd No. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm gonna go with a little bit after that. I think it's gonna be uh, a little bit of a slower start than maybe you think, but I'll go. Eleven, maybe minute eleven, yeah. uh, and we'll just see. You know that once the once the ball goes in the back of the net somewhere, everybody will join in, but it might take yeah. a few moments to do so. So I'll yeah. go with that. Yeah,
0: absolutely, right. Well, well we go. hopefully All right,
2: you'll be able on. to break break the
0: power bond after the three of us <laughs> <laughs> for the yeah. podcast having the top three.
3: Yeah,
0: how that's up, How Bryce is top though? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't really, He doesn't even really watch football, and yet he's uh, top.
2: It doesn't make any yeah. sense? Oh, my younger brother in my family, Super 6, is the same. He doesn't do an awful lot of football, but shows up occasionally and just, you know, <laughs> yeah. finds a way. I don't obliterates know. obliterates everyone, yeah. Yeah. lost lines.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there for Mulch's Match Day, as always. Mulch, thanks very much for putting that together. Um, awesome. Not at all copying Super 6, or so Sky, please don't come after <laughs> us. Um, so, yeah, also I think exciting. we'll... <laughs> it's ten, not six. <laughs> not the same thing. Um, I think we'll leave it there for mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, that's a good way to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Me wanting Arsenal yep. to win a game, which feels very weird. Um, wow. There you go. Um, yeah. So yeah, Kev. Again, thank you very much for your time. I know. You. I know this is a bit of being a bit of a longer podcast for us, um, which I'm not necessarily complaining about because it's lovely to be oh. in your company, Kev, as always. Um, but yeah, thank you again for all your time that you've given us today um and for obviously those those great insights into your content everybody if you don't follow kev go follow him mm-hmm. on his on, on all his sites and all his projects all that he's the working on they'll Thank all you. be in the description um all that good stuff and yeah for me i'll say bye mulch i'll let you take it from here and yeah make sure off.
1: you like subscribe uh if you're on spotify writers that'd be great all that good stuff make sure you follow us um and yeah check back next week um, for the uh, mulches Match or where next week we are going to be joined by... Do you know who it is, Grimmy?
0: Don't look at me. I'm terrible at looking at calendars remembering remember what's coming next. I, 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 I don't know told. either, just so you know. No, <laughs> Kev, Kev, Kev doesn't know either. We need to send him the Google Doc. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Next week we are joined by a returning guest, mm-hmm. the Mad Scientist. He's back uh, again. The nice. number three yeah. or four, maybe? Uh, fourth, including fourth. the live one. Yeah, yeah. So he's been yeah. on. He's been on a few times, but we're going to be speaking to him about all things database and stuff. And, he's a popular uh, guy is absolute
2: yeah. legend. He
1: is. He is. He's, he's FM royalty. That's what we call him here. FM royalty. So mm. getting him back on, and uh, yeah, make sure you check back. to uh, See what uh, score you got, Kev.
0: I will. <laughs> yep. And yeah. before we go, Kev, where can we? Where can people
2: find you? Whether it's Twitter. Twitch, all those places where can people find you sure i'm kind of quite a simple soul really you can find me at the united city fm both on twitter and twitch i'm on twitch every weekday afternoon 3 till 5 p.m uk time uh doing my homeward bound series but yeah that's where you can find me other than on the fmt pod and the playoffs and every other thing that i tend to get <laughs> everything but, fm yeah you'll be that's where you can find me <laughs> yeah absolutely thanks very much again kev and yeah, we'll see you. you later thank guys. you
0: yeah. only next guys either.